Welcome, everybody, once again to the If I Said It, I Meant It podcast. Bite my tongue for no one. Kevin Shiosaka, joined as always by my good friend. Richard Vasquez. Coming to you live and recorded, depending on how you're listening to it. <laughs> if you're here or watching us live. Hi. Hello. If you're listening. Uh, tri- triple B. Is that that big baller brand? Yeah, one of my... Like $400 shirts? No, or is no. that just the shoes? No, yeah, that's just shoes. Just the shoes, okay. This old man that I work with that I really don't like very much. Uh-huh. I don't oh, know. he's not listening. Uh, I don't even know if he knows how to use... Oh, he's uh, that old. He's, yeah, he probably uses, like, radios still and shit, like... Like the old tune-in Tokyo? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he had fucking one of those uh, those boxes where you crank had up to and crank shit. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he's that old. Okay. Um, He got me the shirt, I don't know. He's, he's, he's Dude, he knows that I don't like him, so he, like... Oh, it was like a fuck you. He no, he tries to suck up to me because I do a lot of his work, and, uh, I, and I really dislike okay. him because he's not a very good communi- communicator. He he thinks he's telling you what the fuck he wants you to do, but uh-huh. he he's a passive aggressive times ten. Ooh, he'll say things like, "Uh, you know, I think uh, we should um, I I think we should probably uh, maybe go this place instead of go. We should go this. Place. We should go to this place. But like yeah. he'll use like words like I think mm-hmm. or. Um, you know, I think it'd be a really good idea for us to go visit this client at some point. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. Instead of, hey, next week I want to go visit. Are you this telling client? me that you want me to go visit him with you? Like, mm-hmm. he's not very straightforward. Um, so anyway, whatever. You gotta love people like that. I hate him. Or don't. I mean, I don't hate him like that, but I hate like working with him. Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, you ever done those tests where, and I'm sure you SCD have. ones? Yeah, I passed them. You passed? You got hepatitis A, B, and C? No. Oh, okay. Negative. Okay. Negatives. Okay, good. Always good. Um, you ever, you ever taken those, those courses or they, a lot of corporations offer them where they tell you whether you are your personality and if it's Ooh, a Ooh, I did, box, I did, I took a personality trait test. How'd it go? Uh, I'm a well-rounded individual. Well, size or? Uh, well-endowed. Okay. Um. Thick. Girthy. Yeah. Uh, and pretty much the thing that stood out to me was that I'm, like, straightforward and that I can come off a little harsh. Abrasive? Yeah. Yeah. I think I've told you that. I think I told you that off air last week. Uh. That you can be a little, you can come on strong. So, no, so check it out. My, my exact words were, like, be gentle. <laughs> So we had a meeting, not uh, sexually, an all company meeting on uh, Wednesday of last, no Thursday last week, mm-hmm. and um, there's just been some things going on. Actually, I just found out one of my coworkers is going to start listening to our oh. podcast, so I might want to. Okay, well, I even told him I said, "Well, I guess I should stop talking about the co- talking shit about the company." Then, huh? And he started laughing. Um, not a yes, not a no, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so we had this meeting or whatever, and we're in a big old circle and. They put a chair in the middle, and they're like, that chair identifies that no one's in this room alone, that we're all here together. Oh, that was cute. Yeah, yeah, it was really, yeah. Yeah. I I don't feed into that mumble jumble. I just want you, like, my thing is, like, just do your job. Uh Uh-huh. And do it well. Well. And help me do my job well. I I explained to them. I said, look, man, like, the the biggest thing for me is, as much as I hate this man, Bill Belichick has the perfect winning scenario. Yeah, he does. Do your job. Do your job. Whatever your fucking job is, mm-hmm. do it. 
do it and do to the, do it to the best of your ability, and everybody else will succeed. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, don't try and do too much. Yeah, just do your job. Just do your job. It's somebody else's job to do what you think you're going to spill over into, but you're leaving yourself vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's sometimes people try to spread them spread themselves too, too thin, thin. Mm-hmm. and it's like, no, dude, just fucking do your job. If your job is to fucking package material. Then package it to the best of your ability. If your job is to coordinate fucking deliveries, then coordinate the best of your deliveries. If my job is to fucking write up orders, then do it to the best of my ability. Like, so that's I, I, anyway. So we had this meeting, and the problem is ownership is not doing their job. Hmm. There's there's a lot of things that they're lacking, and um, I mean we can go into detail if you want. I don't really care, but uh, I'm a little fed up with them. But so I'm sitting there, and Joanna's sitting right next to me, right. Mm-hmm. And he's saying all this stuff, right? And he just said some, like, key fucking words that kind of just, like, like just kind of got to me, right? So I, my, my goal when I sat down, I was like, I'm not going to be the first person to talk. I'm not going to be the first person to talk. I'm not going to be the first person to talk. And guess what I did? You were the first person to I talk. Was the f- I fucking cut him off. I didn't even let him finish his oh, last awesome. statement. Yeah, awesome. So I fucking said what I had to say. And as I'm talking, Joanna slaps me in the leg, like, kind of, like, taps me. Like, calm down. Kind of, right? And I just, like, stopped what I said. And she was like, relax. You're, you're being a little aggressive. Yeah. So we had a Bill Belichick and we had an Aaron Rodgers. Just yeah. relax. Relax. Okay. And then at the end of it, my boss says, and I almost fucking blew up, but I just stood quiet because I was like, you know what? He sounded all, everyone sounded like they were all kumbaya bullshit, right? He goes, you know, all these problems that we're having, um, none of them are a big deal. You know, there are things that we can fix. And in my mind, I'm like, motherfucker, we've been bringing these things up to you for the last three years. If it wasn't a big deal, why weren't they fixed three years ago? Why can't you do? Yeah. Why can't why you do it now? An issue? Oh my god. Anyway, so I don't know why we went on that round, but so that shit frustrated the shit out of me. Similar story. I uh, I kind of went off on. Uh, Sub scuba Steve. Went off on my boss recently. Um, you got off on your boss? No, 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 no. Oh, I, didn't, I, didn't I work know. with two women bosses, so uh, to my fiance, no. Thanks, bro. I'm going to have to explain that one when I get home. <laughs> I didn't say you did. uh, No, I said went off. Oh. I went off. We, um, as many of you know, uh, marijuana is now legal in the state of California, but it's federally illegal. Which makes uh, companies still able to ban it from – well, Yes, sure. and, and from the banking industry point of view, a federally insured bank still cannot – uh, mix oh, marijuana cannabis money, money yeah. because we're federally insured. If you were only state insured, you'd have a bank that didn't have FDIC insurance, which I'm sure 90% of our listeners have heard of. And most of them probably don't have $100,000 in the bank. Anyway. So they're fully covered anyway. But yeah, but and it's, two, <laughs> it's actually 250 now. Thank you very oh, much, George Bush. Oh, uh, thank you. Was it George? I don't remember. Anyway. The point is, is that because we're federally insured, we still cannot accept money derived from cannabis. But we have an opportunity to bring in a investment firm, millions and millions and millions of dollars, that collects money to invest in cannabis industry. They don't make money from it. But they're investing. They would go to a small business owner and give them a $100,000 loan to start the business. Okay. But we can't do it because it's tied to the cannabis. So I said to my boss that I thought it was hypocritical. And then it kind of, 
I don't know if you know this. I, I can get a little passionate from time to time about certain things that I feel passionately about, and I tend to talk fast, and I tend to talk loud, and I tend to not let people get a word in edgewise, which isn't really good when you are talking to your boss, but I've called it completely hypocritical that we would say no to an industry that invests their money into people, small businesses, but yet we would take anybody's state of California tax return check, and I demanded that every person who brought a state of California income tax return check to us, that they be exited from our company. And I also said that there needs to be a message on every ATM that if you withdraw money and you are planning on purchasing cannabis, that you had to click yes, and then your account would be closed and we would mail you a check. Because if we're going to put down our foot and say zero cannabis money, then we need to do it across the board or stop being hypocritical. So you're saying because they're spending the money on on cannabis. It's it's tied to it, right? We're giving you money to purchase cannabis, to purchase weed at a head shop, whatever it might be. Our money is funding. How much money do you think people uh, pull out of your banks that are using it for illegal activities? Okay, then let's just look at anybody who gets a state tax return check. The state of California gets income from cannabis, whether it be – through a city. No, I county. get that point of it. I get that point. Okay, I, so I ev- basically saying. everyone's going to get a couple of bucks back. I want them all out. Any city employee who or, works. Or you want them to fucking just. Or I want them to say, look, I either want them a couple of different things. One, get rid of every person who works for a city that has a cannabis head shop because that money that their salary comes from comes from partial business license for that. I want them either out of my bank. Or I want to start bringing in. When did you own a bank? Out of my bank, because it's if there's a our website is called my bank. It's like oh, an internal okay. thing. It's okay. yeah, but don't tell anyone on air because uh, it's bad. I thought it was California's bank. No, well, yeah, but stop <laughs> getting fired for this. So I, I said that we either need to exit every person. We either need to allow this new investment opportunity and start taking advantage of the income that's available or I'd be down to invest in weed. Or our CEO and the board of directors needs to openly admit that they're hypocritical. That third part didn't go over well. And what happened with you? Uh basically that I needed to calm down a bit. And shut the fuck up. Yeah, pretty much. Did you? No. But that's okay. I you, I, you didn't you didn't I took it down a notch. You didn't debo it? I no you didn't be like I shut the fuck up. When she leave, I'll be talking again. <laughs> no, I, I did take it down a notch, but and, – and everybody kind of understood. If we're going to say – we're going to put a hard line in the sand and say we are not doing anything with cannabis but yet kind of still doing it in the background or on a case-by-case, then it's not a zero-tolerance policy. And if that's the case, then we need to be more open-minded about it. And that was really my point is you either put a hard line in the sand. Well, you do realize there's like so many things in life that are – there's huge gray gray areas. And I'm fine with that. But let's talk about the gray area and not hide behind it. That was really my point is, look, this is an opportunity for us to expand our business. And they don't want to do it because the idea of it being tied to cannabis. But at the same time – we are already tied to it. So, There's so much money in that fucking industry, dude. It's dude, so yeah. awesome. Okay. All right. When a business does a certain dollar amount, and it's in the millions, they're required by insurance to have an armed guard. 
There's one that I pass by on my way to work every day. That you don't stop in? Three, no. <laughs> that has three armed guards. So you know it's doing a couple million dollars a month. I thought that, uh, and maybe this was before the law passed, um, they were only allowed to do so much money a year annually anyway. Like they were restricted. How do you claim it, though? Well, I know it's a cash business. And that's that's the thing. Well, it's just, it's just like uh, Dodger Stadium or any kind. Before, they used to be a huge cash business. Because I remember you used yeah, to go right. to – and you would have to go buy Dodger Bucks. You know what I mean? Oh, that goes way back. Yeah, but that, I mean, that, but that was before they had like an ATM thing at every yeah. fucking yeah. Uh, terminal or whatever. Like it was I – mean, it was a cash business. So, I mean, yeah. dude, I'm sure they fucking pocketed so much money like mm-hmm. without – the government of knowing. And that's why if you've ever been into one, <clears throat> in case my mom and dad are listening, not that I've ever been into one. But, a smoke um, shop? Yeah. Oh, but, okay. um, what you, about a sex shop? You, you can't use your card at the smoke shop. Because they can't federally insure the money. Correct. Because then every bank uh, would have to admit that that's where that money is coming from. There is a California state chartered bank who is gobbling up the cash from these industries because they're not federally insured. They're state insured. But that falls into a huge gray area too. So that's my job. That's your job. Yeah, fuck my Outside job. of work. How, How was, was your weekend? Uh, it was cool, man. Fucking, I got drunk all fucking weekend. Not that there's any different from any other weekend. I but was going to say, we've, we, that's kind of a pattern well, for you. Well, I, I work this Stay girl. Stay consistent, <laughs> This girl, Angie, that I work with, she... I remember I was like, damn, I came to work hungover, and I was like, damn, I think I have a problem. And she just goes, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. Well, good talk. Um, yeah, I, I I went out Friday, went out to Long Beach, had dinner, fucking had a couple drinks, whatever. Woke up Saturday morning, decided to go have breakfast with my friend, fucking started drinking like at 10.30. I don't even know. Drank all fucking day. I had three parties to go to Saturday night. Actually, well, one Mr. of them. Mr. Popular. Well, I mean, yeah, Dick, I'm yeah. a fucking cool person. You yeah. well, um, You're a person. You were actually supposed to be at, I mean, you were at one of them. I um, was. I didn't go to the one that you went to. Thanks. Yeah, well, I wasn't anything against it. They were the third person to invite me, you know? So uh, I went to the first one, which is out in Mira Loma, no, Alta Loma. It was far as fuck. I don't yeah. Know. Um, went out there, had a couple of drinks, didn't get too crazy. Because you were Can't, so far. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had a couple. And I already was, was already drinking earlier, so I was drinking more water than anything, just in case the cops were listening. Um so came back dude and just fucking i hit up uh my friend's birthday and just got fucking trashed but that's actually what i want to tell you um so i woke up the next morning on sunday morning and fucking uh, i went out to palm springs with uh joe and candace and like oh, i love palm springs dude it was so much fun man like we didn't even want to leave i had I already had monday off um so one of the girls i was with us had to work monday night Ooh. So we were trying to convince her to call in six so we could stay another night. Yeah, 100% she should have. She didn't. Damn. She wasn't a team player, dude. Uh-huh. Fucking Leslie. Failed dude, Leslie. We, between five people, we finished two 24-packs, an 18-pack, and a 12-pack of beer. I, I lost the math, but I just know that's a lot of beer. Uh, let's see, 48 plus uh, 24. Did you carry the one? Divide no. by pi. Is that 62? Something. 52? Yeah. 62? Fuck, that's a lot of beer. Something like that. Yeah, dude, between five uh, five people. That was a good time. That's awesome. What'd you do? 
Well, I went to the party. Um, How was for, that? It was good. It was good. Uh, for Shart. Yeah, yeah, for Shart. Yeah. For Shart's going away. Uh, our fan, uh, Casey Black, was there, right? Casey Black and his wife, Candice. Shout out to them. Uh, had a long conversation in about three seconds. Um, it was a short conversation. No offense, Candace. Um, Why? Because she's little. Yeah, she's a l- little. She's a little person. <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna. We got to get them on the show. They have a lot to talk about. Uh, yeah, they said. What Candace did you say? wants to talk a lot of shit to us about apparently us agreeing too much. I don't agree that we agreed too much. Do you agree? Uh, I agree with her that we agree too much. Yeah. I'm only oh. gonna do that so that we don't. I disagree agree. with you. Yeah, exactly. I disagree with Candace. But you agree with Candace, but disagree with me. Yeah, well, I just want to make sure that Do you she see knows. the conflict you started, Blacks? <laughs> yeah, the the Black, Casey Black and his wife. They're both their initials are CB. Cock blockers. Both of them, huh? <laughs> both of them, yeah. Times two. Well, yeah, we went. I went to to Shart's going away party, and then, um, you know, honestly, the rest of the weekend um, was basically poolside. I had a I had a few beers actually. Beers. What? Yeah, right. Damn. And a few beers on Sunday. Um, made them into little micheladas and. Took back my, uh, I took my stagecoach chair, I threw it in the pool, and I sat in it, and I reclined my head back on the edge of the pool. I drank my beer, and you I relaxed. literally just. That's pretty much what I did on Sunday, dude. Yeah, I did. I let the, the sun. It was 115 out there, dude. Oh, so that's way too hot. It was. I mean, it was warm here. We got the cops calling us. Why? Because we were too loud. We're in fucking Palm Springs. I mean, think yeah, about it. no, that's a lot of rich dude, people. It, it was a lot of rich old people who it was don't fucking like hilarious, sound. dude. So I, I bought this speaker for the regatta, right? Yeah, oh, and I took it out there, and it, it's a hundred watts, and so I guess it's not it's loud, but it's not that loud. And you were listening to your hip and hop, right? Oh, hippity hop, yeah. yeah. And um, it was funny because I had just turned it off, and we were all gonna go inside, and then all of a sudden Leslie comes up and she's like, "The cops are here." And tell me why every single person in that group turned into two 18-year-old little kids like we were – Screaming and running? No, like, no Or just panicking? Panicking. Like, oh, my God. Oh my God. Like, it's no, like, no, dude, no. we're fucking adults. Like, yeah. We don't have slaves here. Yeah, we're, 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 we're not we're, trafficking cocaine. We're like, not, we're not, just go out and talk to the cops. Yeah, they're going to give us a fucking warning. Yep. We're going to shut up and everyone's going to And then go they're going to go away. Yeah, it's fine. It was fucking – and then she's like, no, a real cop. And we're like, shut up. So then the guy, uh, Jason, opens the door and he's like, who ordered a stripper? Oh, God. How did that go over with the police, though? It was a girl, too. Oh. She actually kind of laughed. Okay, good, because they're usually dicks. And she's like, hey, we heard the music from on the corner, which is not true, because the music had been turned off for, like, a good five minutes, but whatever. Yeah. She's like, you guys, can you guys just keep it down? Like, you know, and it was probably, like, 2.30 in the morning, so I get oh, it. So I get yeah. it. Yeah, we you got pissed the fucking, off old people. We got the fucking cops. On a running. Sunday night, too. Yeah. So you pissed off old rich people in Palm Springs on a, on a week. Night, Fuck them, whatever, dude. No, I don't. I don't. They need, blame some, you. They need some. Li- uh, Get some life into them. Yeah. I'm, but they probably had an early tea time. So. Probably. I mean, it is what it is. Look, if you're that old, take advantage of life. Stop sleeping. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much. We took a quick little make our drink break. And, I rubbed uh, one out. That was fast. That was real fast. Um, Not the first person to tell me that. <laughs> so we had uh, we had a listener. I don't know. Does your brother even listen? Basically, your brother yeah. came to us with a question. Yeah, he listens. Cy um, uh, reached out to us, and I don't know if this is a 
personal question or if he's just asking as a general point of topic. But uh, is it okay to wear things that your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend gave to you? After a breakup. After yeah. a breakup. Well, that he was would like make clothes, it jewelry. Well, I, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, he was like clothes, jewelry, et cetera. Um, I was like, what about Netflix passwords? That's a big deal now, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, cause everyone keeps shutting them down on me and now I don't have Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I don't have one either. I, I could give you a list of people who have shut them down on me. <laughs> Amazon bastards. Prime here or at the Amazon Fire Stick. <laughs> uh, I'll let you go first. I don't know. Um, so wearing things that your ex gave you, um, yeah, I, I would say that you'd have to classify things. Okay. But that's just me. I'm an organized Asian, so I classify Are things. Are there any other type? Cambodians. <laughs> that was so bad, huh? <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so classify your shit. Uh, <laughs> outerwear, jackets, depending on cost, if it's over $100, yeah, you get rid of it. Really? Why? Why does it cost matter? T-shirts, I don't agree pants. With that. I don't agree with that, uh, Candace. Candace, Candace Black. He doesn't yeah, agree Candace with me. Candace Black. I don't agree with that. T-shirts, pants. Um, they're okay. Intimate items, things that touch your privates, get rid of them. Underwear, underwear, bras, Condoms. panties. Just well, why, why would you have? Why would you wear their bras or panties? You don't know what I do on the weekend. Yeah, I know. Obviously, Caitlyn oh, Jenner. If it happens, Jesus. Anything that – because you're able to classify all of that together, bras, panties. Well, I would hope you would throw that chonies, away, assuming you're not wearing them. Um, teddies, Teddy. G-strings, lingerie. That all goes into the intimate category. That all gets thrown away. Makeup for ladies. I guess if your man bought you makeup, you can continue to wear that till it wears off or runs out, whatever. Um, jewelry. Jewelry's got to go. So I don't know what else. What else is there what, as far as classification? Shoes. Shoes are fine. I, yeah. Well, um, first off, any girl ever bought me shoes, I ain't never fucking throwing those motherfuckers away. And, I have a problem um, with shoes. Purses. I guess purses should probably go into accessories. I don't. I, I, don't I, I mean, I guess besides like sex toys, if you guys bought them together, like, and even then, I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't care. Like, I have a lot of things that like people have bought me that. I still have. I don't, I don't. I don't have a problem with it, and I don't have a problem with them having the shit that I got them. Like, can I get a list of the sex toys that you have that exes have purchased for you? Um, we can talk about um, that off, <laughs> off air. Um. Uh. So. Uh. uh where, where was I going mm, with that? Kind of fucked me up. T-shirts. Oh, yeah. I have a bunch of clothes. Fucking jerseys, uh, jeans, sh- shoes, watches. Um. I don't know. I'm not going to give it. I'm not going to throw it away. Like, just because she gave it to me, I, I don't think it matters. Uh, and I know some people are going to be like, oh, you fucking, you love that person. You shouldn't wear it. It reminds me. I mean, certain things, I guess, like. Lingerie. Well, yeah, I'd probably throw that. What the fuck are you going to keep that for? Like, there's no point. You're going to let the next girl fucking use it? Like. No, I'm, I'm talking what you might wear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Strapless chaps or whatever. Or, yeah. We, what wear, are, we wear what we wear. So. Yeah, exactly. Um,. I don't know. Like, I just don't think that's a, that big of a deal, personally. I mean, I, I I have stuff in here right now, like, that 
was given to me. But, in our studio? In our yes. fancy Hollywood studio? Yes. Oh, uh, you know, it is what it is. Like they gave it to me. It's not my fault. I, I but the thing I guess maybe on my point or my side is I probably given a lot more than I've actually received. Hey now, um, <laughs> in more ways than one, I guess. Um, so that, there's a lot more things that I've given out than they've given me. You can go so many ways with that, huh? What's up, Leslie? So I guess. Here, I was only saying the, that because she's on the she's on the the live oh, stream. Oh, okay. I, I don't want anybody. I don't want anybody to think that I, she gave me anything like assless chaps or something yeah, like that or chlamydia. Well, she might have. That's <laughs> that you can't give back. Yeah. So I mean, um, I guess really to to answer your question, Sai, in a in a philosophical way. Philosophical. Did I say it bad? Or no, I pulled it I, off that, okay that's right? I heard after it. a few drinks. That's why I heard um, it. Really, that the what you should get rid of and what you should wear should be based off of a couple of different tests. Is one would it bother you if she kept or wore a similar item? And two, what you keep does it bother her? I think in both of those situations, if the answer is yes, then you get rid of it. And then vice versa for a girl. If it would bother you that he kept it. I don't really care know. about the other person's feelings. Are you talking about your own personal feelings? Well, I'm You're, talking about, well, if you're I don't with ca- somebody, you probably should care about their feelings a little bit. No, they're your ex for a fucking reason. No, I'm okay. We're talking about. Yeah, if, maybe, if maybe I'm putting it into a different, like, I'm thinking of, does it, you know, I'm thinking of myself being in a relationship. You are in a relationship. Having something, <laughs> you have to put yourself in that mind frame. Yeah, I have to get in the mindset of it. I have to. I have to. I'm a character actor. Yeah, Eesh, this is not going to be a good drive home. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like if you're with somebody, really, it, it, if you're single, I could care. Like, keep everything. I guess well, I'm putting the, myself. That's in, the point. Is if you if you're broken up, if you're an ex, then you are single at that point. And then if you have stuff at your house that makes you feel uncomfortable, then you throw it away because you want to throw it away. Don't throw it away because you feel like it's a thing to do because you're not with that person anymore. Fuck that. If I, she bought me a blender and I want to fucking make a fucking smoothie, I'm going to use that blender. I'm not going to buy another one. So just some insight into the different mentalities that you and I have. Are we disagreeing? Candace. Candace, way way to go, Candace. You've created dissension in the studio. (laughs) No, I'm actually thinking of it from a relationship standpoint. Well, it has been like a long time since I've been in a real relationship. So. And that's the difference is if I was single, putting myself into – and I might be – if, if she after, listens after to this day. podcast, yeah. If I was single, I would keep everything. It wouldn't bother me at all. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Because at that point, fuck it. You bought it for me. It's nice. I'm going to wear it. I guess I'm looking at it from a relationship standpoint is what are you allowed to still have? Yeah. And then what do you have I to think, get rid of? I think so. That, that's my thinking on it. I, I get where you're coming from completely. Okay, so so let's 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 take this a step further. So you get out of this relationship, right? So after today, you're no longer going to be with Yvette because you, you she came, wised up because you uh, came on your boss and didn't. Now, come, I, didn't. <laughs> I have very nice bosses, but they're they're not the type you want to come on. Uh, do you want to see pictures? No. I'll show I, you LinkedIn. I don't. I don't think it matters who you come on. It matters. Yeah, not to did. her, but I'm just saying from again from my point of view, Rich. 
All right, so let's move Damn past it. that. Okay. So you start dating someone new. You start dating your boss now because you didn't work out with the uni vet. So now you're dating your boss because you already came on her. That's the reason why you guys broke up. Um, and then she comes in your house and she remembers a story of you telling her, uh, I don't know, Yvette bought me this fucking chandelier or okay. Yvette bought me this. At that point, if she tells you to get rid of it, do you get rid of it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Do you just fucking happy wife, happy life, even pretty though she's much. not your girl? Yeah. I mean, like, not your wife? Well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah? Yeah. And that's why, I guess, to go back to the start of this topic, everything that I said was in context of in a relationship. Meaning getting back in a new relationship. In a new relationship. Oh, you didn't say yeah. that. I'm sorry. That's kind of important information. It is. Chrysler. I understand. That's but, the old man that but, doesn't tell me anything. But to my... <laughs> <laughs> to my fiance who's listening, that's just natural. It's inherent that I'm automatically mindset-wise in a relationship. I feel like you're mind-fucking the shit out of me right now I'm, without a condom, I, uh, and I have a dirty mind. Ooh, so does that mean I have mind chlamydia? <laughs> um, so to go back and, and just adjust my answer, that was my answer for if you're in a relationship and you're dealing with your previous ex's shit. If you're single... And you have your ex's shit, wear it all, sport it. Who fucking cares? Like, it's yours at that point. So, um, Sai, if you're single and anybody else who's single, my answer is keep whatever the fuck it is. It could be dildos. It could be teddies. It could be assless chaps, lingerie, you know, whatever it might be. If you're single, do it. Yeah, I keep that shit. Fuck it. I mean... I got rid of everything thanks to my wonderful fiance Yvette. <laughs> she cleared out the, the fucking garage. That's it. That's it. Uh-huh. I mean, but like, what can you really have? I guess unless you're like, I mean, I guess you were with what's name for a long time, so maybe there was some stuff that you guys. But I mean, yeah, let's not use names in that situation. I just said, what's her name? Yeah, what's his name? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I guess it is possible to have like a lot of things in your household where it was like split down the middle and you happen to take that but like let's say you had a fridge like i do have the fridge from when i was married so she i mean if you had told you like i need to get rid of that would you get rid of it like you know it keeps your fucking eggs cold like come on barely it's it's on its last leg i've had that thing for god jesus about i bought it oh seven so i've had it for about 11 years i have your washer and dryer is that what you had at your yeah so you have stuff from my ex, dude. Yeah. That's fucked up. I guess not really. Uh, <laughs> if you told the story like, oh, I, I got uh, I got the washer and dryer Kevin had with his ex. It's kind of like. In the breakup, I got, I got the I got, washer and dryer. Yeah, you got the washer and dryer. That's, that's awkward. Um, you know, in that situation, I understand the other, the new relationships concern about all of those items. But I don't even know if I would tell them about that kind of stuff. You know, some of it's pretty obvious. Like, that was my fridge. Like, I'm, I, it's obvious that Maybe that was I a had bad that example, fridge. But, like, but, but no, actually, it was a really good example. Thank you. Because, see, we agreed, Candace. Hey, Take si, that. Hey, hey, Si, we're talking about your topic right now. Listen Hi. in. Um, he just came on. Who? Somebody. Who? His ex. He finished and now he's listening? Yeah. Good. Welcome, Sai. Um, that's one of those things where if you're bothered by that, I, I don't understand it, but I'm not going to tell you not to have those feelings, but 
you need to come up with a creative solution, not just get rid of your fridge and go buy a new thousand fifteen hundred dollar fridge. I'm interested in all... what what they said because like, um, I mean, obviously our point it it, it sparked a, a topic on their end, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. in turn he wanted us to talk about it. So I'm interested in what their argument was. Like, are they in the same page as us? Are they somewhere that in the middle? Or are they like fuck that, get rid of everything? Yeah, I I mean, okay, so so if you were, let's say, you and I were together. Hey. Hey. And um, am I the receiver or the taker? Well, oh, like, wait, same thing. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. Huh. And let's say I, I, you came on you in my life, and you're like, <laughs> I <your> don't. <laughs> I said life, and you're like, I don't like your refrigerator because you had that with your ex. How would I know though? You would tell me. You would have told me, or what? I guess. I mean, so so flip the script and you lived here with your ex-wife she leaves and i come in and your butt and then you know all of your stuff it's fully furnished yeah my assumption is is your fridge was here before your couch was here before the only thing the only thing that i would say you probably should get rid of would be your bed like my bed's so amazing but get rid of the thing that had the love stains from before and like, I would have told her there was so many other people before her. She didn't mind. Ouch. <laughs> like, let's create our own love stains together. Yeah. You know? You, she could go by the fucking bed. You just I look spent, into my I eyes. A lot of, do you I'll remember look when I bought my bed? When it was in a box. When you, you remember that? And, and you were like, that ain't, there ain't no bed in there. That shit came in like a 12 by 12 by, by like, like 8 foot fucking high box. Yeah. And you were like, there's no bed in there. There's How is no that bed. a bed? They shrink wrapped the shit out of that memory foam bed. That shit's so amazing, bro. I bought a memory foam bed. It's awesome, right? Yeah. It, but see, mine, my mattress, my box was a lot bigger. Hey. <laughs> the, <laughs> I don't need you to be bragging about that, we, bro. <laughs> I, I honestly think that the box that my mattress came in was about the the size of this table uh-huh and so when i i saw yours and how cute and compact it was, small it, was. And it was just tall yeah i mean i know that it was the width of because yours is a queen yeah it's a queen see and mine was a queen too the the width of it was how high it was and then the 12 by 12 was just the thickness it, yeah when they rolled it up expanded but yeah i, I think just because and how thick I, is I, yours? I, uh, Tell me, come on now! Don't don't add an inch and a half. Uh, inch and a half. <laughs> yeah, I have to to get to three. For thickness? Yeah. Jesus. Just to get to three. Uh, I don't know. Oh yeah, uh, not yeah. yeah thickness, they, they not girth, length. length. Yeah, girth, not length. Um, it's three. I was like, damn, you have a whole inch and a half. <laughs> <laughs> lucky. You've had a lucky girl. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't actually. Probably six or... We'll go measure it after. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Oh, wait, are we talking about the mattress or my just, girth? <laughs> like stepbrothers? When they turn around and they both have the same length yeah, on the tape measure? Um, so, I guess I... As long as you're single, keep whatever the fuck you want. I, the only person you have to answer to is you. Um, yeah, if you're going to start crying because she gave you the fucking knife set, don't then get rid, cut yeah, yourself. Then get rid of it. Like, if it bothers you, throw it the fuck away. But whatever else, if you don't mind it, keep it, sport it, do your thing. Just be careful when you bring someone new in your life. Um, it's great for me. It, I'm happy as hell, but it's not for you, Sai. It's not for anybody else. But I'm happy as hell. What about uh, – so we brought up sex toys earlier, right? So what if, like, you have – I don't know. 
like sex games or like a sex swing? Do you Yvette just, and I do, have a bunch of sex shit. So you just get rid I'll of it? I'll use real stories. Okay. So, I mean, Yvette and I haven't broke up that I yeah. know of. Let me check my text messages. But, um, you know, I have a shit – I have a box of sex toys with Yvette. I think for certain things – Anything that goes inside of her. You kind of have to get rid of because if you bring someone new and you're like, hey, look at all this shit, they're going to be like, oh, no, I'm not using that. Um, You know, but I think some of the more generic things, the handcuffs, the, you know, tie down (laughs) straps, whips, chains, um, ball gags, the the male ones, if the ones that are like black and blue would be okay, the pink ones would have to go because she would know that those belong to somebody else. Um, Love swing you could keep. Um, Symbian would probably have to go. She would know that's not for you. Uh, the double-sided bad boys would have to leave too. Again, anything that goes in her, she's probably going to know. Anything that goes inside of you, which side is there? A his and her side? Okay, so so <laughs> that sort of thing. If it's a his and hers, um, gone together, it's got to be gone. But if there's certain things that are just for you, you keep those. Like those are your intellectual property. You know what I mean? Like. Is that was considered intellectual? Property? I don't know, but I mean, if there's a pink butt plug and a blue butt plug, then you throw the pink one away, keep the blue one. Anything else, you buy packaged. That way, you can. What if it's it. a his and his? Is there two blue ones? I would think so. I don't know. I don't go down that aisle. <laughs> you kind of do. <laughs> no. The his and his aisle? No, but the butt plug aisle. If there's a, if it's a butt plug, it's a butt plug. I'm just asking. No, if it's a his and his butt plug, that's different. They'd probably look the same, though. They probably do. It'd be like blue and blue. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But that's on a different aisle. That's not the aisle I go down. If you Where know do you go I mean. down? <laughs> In the ladies' aisle. Thank yeah. you very much. All right. All so, um, Sai, I hope that helped. If it didn't, I hope you got a laugh. And Yeah, if you, if get any, whoever you were talking to to come on and yeah, talk about this. Yeah, throw I, some in, shit out there. I'm Let's get some real life yeah, stories. Yeah, I'm interested in what they have to say. Well, I'm not, but we could, makes good it radio. Makes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Dude. Are you drunk or what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was... Did it creep up on you? A little bit. Like, I know part of it was I really didn't eat much today. But this dick... Oh, left myself open for that one. Yeah. Uh, and then, I know I didn't drink. I had like two cups of coffee and that was it today. So, so you didn't eat anything today. Combination of dehydration and no food. And then a bunch of liquor tonight at the studio. Our fancy studio. So uh, you should have went to Gardens. You could have had a Gardens taco place. Oh, dude. So for those of you guys who don't know, this is our thirtieth thirtieth episode, and we were gonna go to Gardens, but yeah, we just forgot. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so maybe we'll do it for our thirty first episode. Or we can save it. Okay, so here we can either save it for our fiftieth, like a big milestone, or we could just pick some random stupid like. Thirty-eight. Like I kind of like the stupid one. I okay. think that's funnier. Like uh, our grand thirty-eighth or something, because that'll give us a couple. I don't know, maybe thirty-second. That'll give us two weeks to plan it. Yeah. And get people to show up. Yeah, that'd be funny. Fuck, we can barely get people to listen. Anyway, <laughs> can't get our friends to. Fuck them. But I'm we got saying. good people like Casey Black and yeah. and his mean mean. Wife. I think the coolest thing I was telling um, one of my coworkers that I. I People, they'll message me or, like, text me or, or I guess it's the same thing. But what I mean, what I mean by yeah, message reach is, out. like, yeah, uh, like on Twitter or Instagram, like, like, this shit's entertaining. Like, it's, it's, 
like it's it's cool to like listen to like keep it up and so to me that's like the um kind of the motivating factor and it even if it's just 10 people that were fucking making laugh once a week like i'm cool with that you know yeah. um so I, to me that that that's what makes it worth it yeah um, i mean i'm i it's definitely been fun one of the things we talked about um you know as kind of a a kickoff was if we can get people to just be interested or reach out or, or like I said, do something, whatever it might be, hit a like, then then you've affected them to the point of action. To piggyback off of that, I did hear kind of like a, a conspiracy mystery th- story, and it made me do something. It made me look into a story about – some people are calling it the Yuba City Five, Yuba, Y-U-B-A – does that stand for anything? Or is that no, city? it's a county, I think. It's a county in California. This situation happened in the late 70s, uh, specifically five mentally handicapped gentlemen. And there wasn't a lot of documentation in the late 70s about what type of mental handicap. Uh, they were just classified as slow. Um, five Men in their 20s and early 30s were good friends um, because they all hung out at the same center, you know, as kind of a, a support center. Their families were close, at least as much as you could be when you have a kid who hangs out with another, you know, mentally challenged person. You're, you're going to keep an eye on them and you're going to know the parents. And all accounts say that these five individuals uh, called the Yuba City Five were good kids. They all hung out. They all kind of knew each other. One night uh, in February of 1978, the five boys went on a trip to Chico State to go watch a basketball game. They all had planned to be... I went to Chico State. I'd go there to fucking party. Is it a party school? Fuck yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um... They went up there to watch a basketball game. They were Google it. Is it is it just as good? You're gonna inspire me to do something. Seriously. Um, are they on Vine? On Vine? I don't know. Is Vine still Vine's Vine's dead, bro. Oh, okay, that shows you how out of it I am. Yeah. So these five boys, I say boys, but these five young men went up to watch a basketball game. They planned on coming home. They had a basketball game themselves Saturday morning. They left the basketball game, went to a convenience store around 10 o'clock at night. And then we're never seen again. Now, a lot of theories have come up. Um, basically, through the history and, and through the investigation, once these boys never came home, parents called the cops. Cops started looking for them. They found their car on a deserted. So they were mentally, but they still were able to, like, function. They were fu- well, mentally. Yeah. Maybe not. Was that the right term? I, I don't know. We're, we're definitely not trying to be politically correct here. I mean, the bottom line is the story from the 70s called them slow boys, you know. So the bottom line is they were mentally handicapped, um, but they were functioning. One of them had a job. A uh, couple of them were able to drive. You know, these these were probably individuals who were not able to stay up with mainstream society but could function. They all lived at home. They all, you know, kind of knew that they were going to have to stay at home, at least in that era. Um, but definitely able to go on a trip, a road trip together. Uh, and I think their parents all felt comfortable with it. But 
the 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 boys disappeared. They found their car on a windy, deserted dirt road, but they were nowhere to be found. Um, snow set in, and a few months later, some off-road mountain bikers came across a forester cabin. The forester cabin had a broken window. These people smelled decaying body, looked inside, and found what later turned out to be one of the boys in the cabin. The boy was about 200 pounds when he went missing. He was about 100 pounds when these people found him in June. He basically had starved to death. His beard had grown out. He had been living in this cabin for about two to three months, starving to death the whole time in a cabin that was full of food. His feet were barefoot and frostbitten. There was plenty of items to start a fire, wood, kindling matches. There was a heater. There, this uh, Everything he owned was still there, watches, jewelry, all of that stuff. So not a robbery. And when they found him, he had eight blankets wrapped around his head. So he obviously didn't do that. It was a post-mortem thing. Later on, they found the other boys. They had died of hypothermia outside the cabin. Like were, how, how far outside? Uh, they said about, I have to look it up, but not, I mean, within a 10-minute walk of the cabin. There were blankets that the Forestry Service puts in this cabin that were outside. They were found. So at some point, these boys had blankets. They could have stayed warm. It was almost as if these boys chose to die. And um, going back to the car, the car was in working condition, had a quarter tank of gas, battery worked, engine started up. And when you looked underneath the car, there was no mud, dirt, uh, signs of speeding down a dirt highway. So they kind of ruled out the Someone chase. Them or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you know, there was there's all of these odd situations that came from these boys and um you know i just it, it made me wonder what truly happened to him and, and we'll never know so again one of the five was found in the cabin shoeless frostbitten wrapped up post-mortem starved to death two of the boys were found outside the cabin hypothermia basically they were uh, killed by the elements so close to a cabin that provided shelter they were only about 20 miles from civilization that's a long way but understand that they walked that 20 miles out um from a car that worked just fine that would have got them 20 miles that would have got them 20 miles one of the boys was found shortly after that again you know, um, so four, four of the five, four of the five were found, and the fifth one still has yet to be found. Is he you? No. Okay. Well, seventy-eight. Uh, no. Okay. Can't I, I'm trying to rule people out. You know. You, you start one by one. <clears throat> start with each one of our listeners. I wonder if like they were looking for that cabin or whatever. Maybe they they found it and then they couldn't find it. They couldn't find their way back. And then that one guy that was in the cabin that was dead, like, he broke in. And then the guy that was with him, the one that's still, like, out there, yeah. was the one that wrapped him up. And the other two are the ones that died because 
they have blankets in their car. I don't know. I mean, they're just yeah. I mean, at this point, everything is speculation, and and I, I wouldn't call it conspiracy, so to speak. Like people might call it a conspiracy theory. I think it's just speculation and theory about about the situation. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not trying to make light of the situation, but it kind of sounds like the My Cousin Vinny movie where, where like, they get yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it just it just the five youths. Yeah, <laughs> youths. Youths. No, but like you know, two exact same color cars. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and and then there were some people. There was one person who was on the same road, um, who says he witnessed. You know, he, he thinks he witnessed them, but he also thinks that a woman with a baby was with them. Um, it, there, there's just so many odd things. You know, you you asked. Or, or theorized that maybe they were looking for the cabin. This cabin was in the snow, so they would have had to walk through snow to get to the cabin where if they would have turned and gone back the way they came, there wouldn't have been snow. When you head up a mountain, you're heading towards colder weather. When you head away, you're most of the time heading towards warmer I don't know if their mental capacity came into play on that one, but you would think you would go back the way you came if you're looking for help. I don't know. Like I just, <laughs> I just, this is just uh, maybe too much for me to to comprehend. But I mean, these are the drunk conversations that we started this business for. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, what I mean by that is it's not that I can't like understand what you're saying i'm saying i'm trying to put myself in their situation in their shoes and trying to figure out like why you did everything yeah so like you wrong. you said or well, you would think if you wanted to get to the cabin you would go back down not go up to the, right. to the snow but then we got to remember that they're not meant they're mentally challenged people so it's yeah. like i mean we don't we don't know what kind of medicine they were on mm-hmm. which maybe that's the reason why they were able to drive as long as they took that medicine. Maybe they didn't have that medicine anymore. It's possible. Um, um, though it was really only a one-day trip. But, you know, they, they well, left it. It ended up to being a three-month trip. Mm, a one-way trip. <laughs> oh, but, I mean, so so using your, um, using your Palm Springs trip, for example. Yeah. I got, well, see, I would have got drunk. I wouldn't have been. I, see, if I was in the Titanic, I would have survived. Why? Because I would have been one of the drunk guys. Because those people that were drunk survived the fucking frozen tundra. <laughs> I don't know where to start. Tundra. I know. I'm just okay. I know. All right. The, but they, they, but they did though. People, uh, people that were drinking, like getting all faded. Like obviously you had to like watch all those things falling on you and shit. But if you could survive that and you're just in the water, you're just floating. You're, you're good. just floating. You're good. Yeah. I'm gonna be all fucked up. So you're not gonna notice how cold you are. Exactly. You know, and, and as you, as I, as I read the story, and I encourage any of our listeners who are curious about these types of things with no answers. About the five youths? The youths. Um, and uh, maybe it's just me, but these types of situations interest and bother me because I'm a problem solver. I want to know the answer to everything. I think it's the Asian in me. Not the Cambodian in Not you. the Cambodian. Hell, not those guys just settle for anything. Um, the Asian. The Asian in me wants to solve the problem, wants to know what happened. And and I'm sure the detectives and everybody kind of are doing the same thing. They want to know. But the the fifth uh, ute is actually still classified as a missing person in Yuba City. 
um, because they never found anything of his. He's just gone. So, you know, you've got, and I don't know if I mentioned, I may have, or I may have forgotten, but all of the jewelry of these, these guys and everything that was worth something was still in the cabin, ruling out like a robbery situation. Um, you know, they hadn't started any fires. They hadn't, they had eaten a few of the rations that were there, but not the rest of them. Like maybe they got there late though. Like, I mean, is, is it possible that they got to that, that thing late and then they, they try to like nourish themselves, but like, it just was too late. Well, okay. So let's let's you and a very legitimate question, but I don't know. I was going to, I don't know, I'm fucking just throwing shit out there. From what you See know, from sticks. what they totally no, yeah. I mean, that's what every that's what an investigator does. We, you throw out these theories and you you look into them. The the kind of the problem with thinking that is is that at some point it looks like all of the boys because the ones that were found had. There were forestry blankets outside the cabin. So people had gone into the cabin and then left the cabin. And then the person that they found in the cabin had been there starving to death for weeks. So at that point, you can't say that they didn't even make it because someone did. Why didn't he continue to eat and, and live, basically? The coroner and I and I might be wrong on the details, so don't you know, please actually please fact check me on this one. The coroner, when they found the body, had said that he had only died the the gentleman in the cabin only days before his body was found. So he had survived for a while, but why survive starving to death when there's tons of food available? So I don't know. These are maybe the government put all the food in there because there was no food to begin with and they were like fuck we didn't stock up this damn uh forestry cabin forestry cabin because right. that's what we're supposed to do and you like know, someone fucked up yeah and they're like, like let's put a bunch of food yeah, in what here because it's our fault because you know when you go in the restroom and it says oh we clean the restroom once an hour and that one person didn't sign and there's a big and old yeah, shit they didn't turd sign the they didn't sign for like three hours yeah and then they got to fucking make up for it and you go back later in the afternoon to take your that's afternoon what happened. shit and I they solved signed it. it that's what it is dude the janitor at your work and my work killed these boys. Pretty much. Oh, that's awful. I mean, that, that could be possible, though. Maybe they fucking didn't have all that food in there. It's possible. And they fucking stocked it up when they found them. They it were is. like, fuck, we forgot about this cabin. Cabin 17C. Like, I don't know. They didn't fucking stock it up, and that's the reason why these kids died. God, the janitors. That's awful. I mean, it's, I'm a fucking. It is possible. I, I'm a damn detective, bro. It, it is. No, yeah. We need Adriana to fucking check their forensics on their bodies. She could probably pull. I don't know if she listens, but she could definitely pull the report. Um, yeah, I, to be honest with you, I, I don't know. It, it's just one of those mysteries that because it happened before you were born, before I was born, may not get as much publicity. And, and it's old you know this this missing fifth person may already be dead and but it obviously affects a lot of people it interests me because of how many odd choices were made that led to these boys eventual dying um and i may have facts wrong please if you're listening google it look into it Yuba City 5, Y-U-B-A City 5. 
Um, Sounds like a good basketball team, though. They're, I don't even know. <laughs> I, 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 I'm stopping myself for, for They've just been a dead second. for how long, bro? Come on. No, they've been dead for 40 years. I mean, come on, yeah. dude. Can is we start making fun is of... Is it too soon, really? Is it? Can we start making... Okay, Jeez. if that's the case, we can start making fun of like Jews in World War II. Well, I mean... Are you okay with that one? We make fun of Brody some, all the time. I've got some jokes that are burning up, man. Oh, that's, that's the wrong thing. Well, see, now, wait, what? <laughs> come on. Because um, there's still people affected by that. There's, oh. There's, there's, we don't know these people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I had nothing. That's the first thing I could think okay. of. I had nothing. I'll take I had it. Nothing. Um, I had nothing. So, so if you're listening out there, if you've got any theories about what happened to these, um, you know, handicapped boys and, and look it up. I, I, I think it's interesting. Because there's not an answer, and we'll probably never have an answer. And you look at all of the the evidence, and nothing really makes sense. Everything, every every plausible theory that someone can come up with, they were chased, gets thrown out the window because of evidence. They, you know, got lost and and it's a cult, yeah. bro. It's one of those fucking guys it's, that hang at the at the bottom of fucking Turbo Canyon that. Fucking burn crosses and shit. Like, those fuckers, they got them. And that's possible. I, You know, that again, that's 100%. But you would think that there would be some kind of Satan evidence. I don't know what evidence it is. But I don't know. Yeah, there, There's just more questions than answers. And those kind of things, like... They bother you. Yeah, they bother me. So... Whatever your theory is, our listeners out there, and, and I'm sure you can come up with some wacky and funny ones, uh, if you can make a um, joke out of it. <laughs> there, there, there's a joke already. Uh, White Elephant 31 says Harvey Weinstein had sex with them and then killed them in the spirit. Uh, in the what? In spirit cooking ritual. Ooh. Harvey Weinstein, the pedophile. He, is no, he a pedophile? He, no, he's not a pedophile, is he? Well, no. He's a sexual predator. But he mostly preyed on women. These were these were handicapped boys. That falls more under like Sandusky and Sandusky. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Who I else. don't know where I was going with it. Oh, uh, but let us know what you think. Uh, we'll be right back. No, we're done, dude. Oh, we're done. Yeah, we're done. This All right. Good. Hey, we'll see you guys next week. Peace.